it is not known who planted the church in Rome. Roman Catholic tradition says that it may have been the Apostle Peter who planted it. However, this is unlikely. The question must be asked, why is there no salutation to Peter in this epistle if he is its pastor? We know from the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 10 that there were people from Rome who witnessed the preaching of Peter on the day of Pentecost, and it's more than likely they were part of the thousands who were saved that day. It is likely that they went back to Rome and testified what they had seen and experienced. It may be that the church of Rome was established out of the great Pentecost event. It could be argued that the book of Romans is the clearest picture of salvation given in the Pauline writings as pertaining to the Jews. It could be said that the book of Hebrews is even stronger to the Jew due to the contrasts that are made between the law and grace. This book leaves no doubt to the Jewish believer concerning his salvation being that of grace. Having said that, the book of Romans makes it abundantly clear that personal behavior is an important factor in the life of a believer concerning the believer's service to God and his witness to the lost. The main theme of the book of Romans is salvation by grace and not by the law. This is also of great importance to the Gentiles, who may have been thinking that they needed to be more like the Jews and follow Jewish law in order to earn salvation. There was, within the Jewish and Gentile communities, clear prejudice against one another for many obvious cultural and political reasons. It is clear that the epistle was perfectly written for the situation in the church at Rome, as well as for the benefit of all the believers in the New Testament church age. It contains the very essence of the Christian faith. The gospel found here was first preached to Adam in the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. It was also preached to Abraham in the book of Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 through 6. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield, and thy exceeding great word. And Abram said, Lord God, what hilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is the Elizer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came into him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad, and said, Look now towards heaven, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. All the prophets spoke of it. This is not a new or modern teaching. It is the same gospel that God had promised by his holy prophets and fulfilled in the New Testament. Throughout the entire Old Testament, there is also clear teaching of this gospel and the very law itself. The ceremonial laws make it clear that the man cannot save himself. If man could save himself, why would he need to have a day of atonement when the high priest would make a sacrifice for his sins and the sins of Israel? Why would there be any need to pray for their sins? The answer is clear. There would be no need to sacrifice unless there was sin to be paid for. It is in this that we realize the doctrine of soteriology in its most glorious view. We, both Jew and Gentile, have always needed salvation by grace. The picture of salvation is shown greatly in the historical account of the deliverance of the Jews from Egypt. When God sent the angel of death to bring judgment to Egypt's firstborn, representing sin and unrighteous authority, 
Moses told the Jew to put the blood of a male lamb upon the doorpost of their homes, and when the angel came over to exact judgment, he saw the blood and pass over the Jews. It should be noted that many of the Jews were steeped in idolatry, the same idolatry of Egypt. Even though they were guilty of sin, it was the grace of God that delivered them. The blood of the Lamb is clearly a type of foreshadowing of the very gospel revealed in the book of Romans to the Jews, and by a Jewish Christian author. The Passover is the precursor to the New Testament ordinance of communion. Jesus said, This is my body, and this is my blood. Matthew 26, verse 26. Here we see clearly that Jesus was expressing the truth of the gospel being about grace since the fall of mankind into sin. In doing so, he shows that grace has always been the way of salvation. As to it being part of the sacred canon, the book of Romans has never been thought of as anything but what it is, the very word of God.